Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 192. It's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Stris, what's up, y'all? We back in the building. We back in the building for another uh, weekend in sports, you know what I'm saying? Another Tuesday tradition so we can kind of break down everything that's going on and, of course, talk about our our favorite teams with some Slack family. So um, do want to say as you're coming in, don't be afraid to hit that like button, make some comments, engage with us. We love having you guys as a part of the show and we want your opinions, too. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to participate in that manner. And also, we love to do a quick check in. So, Strizzy, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, dog. feeling good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Everything's lovely, you know, um, feeling like this is a fresh week, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm just excited to get to it, you know, lots of stuff yeah. to talk about. So, Heck yeah. Um, we got Pops on the show already. Good evening, Pops. Um, well, Pops thank you for being on. here. We appreciate you um, and definitely want to get your your uh, thoughts on some, on some different things as well. But um, but let's go ahead and round out the panel, too. We got to bring a, a very special member to the show, and that is Matt Marcus himself. What's good? What's up, hey man? That, that that intro song, dog, is that new? Like you, you brought back the uh, all it needed was like a Nate Dog backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? Sing- yeah. Maybe we'll remix it. It's license free. It's a YouTube one, so you know what I'm saying to so make sure we can avoid uh, copyright strikes and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, man, we can do a little remix. Y'all feeling good though? Yeah, doing good, doing good. How are you? How was your weekend? It's going good, man. What's up, pops? Hey, I, uh, he ain't on here yet. Before I forget, though. I opened the pack. You gave me the, the cards. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I gave you some dope. He gave me some Akeem Olajuwon ones. Oh, uh, right. Some David Robinsons. So I'm gonna wait till you get them. But if I forget, I wanted to kind of say thank you for that. Got you. They're super dope. Yes, we'll remind him. Yeah, Unc with another care package that he had sent this way. So that's what's up. And there he is himself. Yes. Hello. Thank you so much for the cards, man. Those cards are super dope. David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon, the Jordan Dolphins. Super dope, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Definitely appreciate him on that hookup. We also got Anthony Wesson in the building. What it do? Right, Anthony Wesson, I know you're always suited and looking very nice. But is that a new profile pic? Is that a yeah, new one? I think it is. Uh-huh. Huh? Looking very good, though. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is almost like a campaign. You know what I'm saying? This is like a uh, like a politician look. You know what I'm saying? Very sharp. You know what I'm saying? Very clean. So that's what's up. Um but yeah, um, definitely want to talk to Ant in a little bit to feel how he did about the um, see how he feels about the draft. But yeah, um, I think we'll go ahead and get into it. You know our normal topics, and then of course we got NBA playoffs. We're gonna get into uh, just after that, and um, you know Strizzy's team in action again, right today. So yeah, 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 they're playing we'll, now. We'll, we'll be doing a live check in in just a second for that. So that's what's up. So let's go ahead and get into our first topic of the week. Strizzy, what's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune, oh, tune to NFL, NFL talk. talk. Let's get it. All right, so NFL talk, you know we got to start with Lamar Jackson. So <clears throat> the draft was the big news of the weekend, but right before the draft, we found out about Lamar Jackson inking his uh, his record-setting uh, contract extension. He is now, <laughs> so quickly, right? We just talked about Jalen Hurts last week. He is now, Lamar Jackson, the highest-paid NFL player ever, um, in terms of annual salary, he's going to make basically $52 million a year for the next five years. And um, also acting as, as his own agent, he gets to save that fee, of course. Uh, so that's, you know, that that's less that he has to share with other people. So um, you know, just wanted to take a second to kind of give a round of applause from Lamar Jackson. It didn't seem like, you know, they might be able to get together, you know, because uh, the Ravens were just kind of moving kind of shady. So um, Strizzy, I'm gonna let you go first on this, though. How do you feel about uh, Lamar's big contract? It's about time. You know, I, I think the bottom line for this, I think Lamar kind of finally understood. And it probably happened when um, when Jalen got his paycheck that like, dog, like the, the Browns, you know, payout to, to Watson was an anomaly. You know what I mean? Like that's not like going to happen. Guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to happen again. And honestly, that was really stupid of the Browns to pay him the way they did. Honestly, it was really dumb, honestly. Um, so I think after Jalen got his money, I think he kind of settled down a little bit. Like, you know what? Let me go ahead and secure this bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? And get my money in so we can move on, move forward. So um, smart on him and extremely smart on the Ravens. I'm glad they were able to get it done. Most definitely. Most definitely. Marcus, before you jump in, I do want to welcome Kelly to the show. Happy Tuesday. And hey, also, Kelly. Grace, she says hello, everyone, and happy May. I can't believe that it's already May. We're just flying right through 2023. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty crazy. We'll be right back to football. But Anthony Weston says good contract for him. Uh, Unk says crazy money. Marcus, uh, what do you say? 
Uh oh, I think we lost Marcus. No, he's there. Oh wait, never mind. Can't hear you though. No. Yeah, yeah. Thing, I don't know what happened. We had you right now. I know. We'll have to work on that. I'll throw my thoughts in real quick. I do think it's it's crazy money, but I <clears throat> I am happy for him. My only thing is now, okay, you got the payday. You got to stay healthy. Let's see what you can really do with this Ravens team. You know the defense is always going to be stout. You know the running game is always going to be decent. Um, so, um, you know, I, I want to see him take that next step, go deep in the playoffs type of thing. Yeah. Marcus? No, not yet. Not yet. Man, that was weird. We just had you, too. Yeah. How about now? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to win a professional mic, but I guess it ain't working. But no, I was gonna say uh, I'm I'm very surprised that he went through because I was like they signed everybody else and they got Odell, the linebacker from the uh, from the Bears. They signed gave him money. I was like they ain't gonna pay him, you know? Yeah, I told school too. Yeah, so I think I was very surprised. You know, I haven't I even watched the clip when he was talking. I was like, see, he about to be out of there, and then at right. the end, they got his money. So. I'm, I'm very happy about it. I think it's gonna it's gonna help other players maybe think about only the agent either. I'm using my family, you know what I'm saying? Keep it keep it in the family, you know. So maybe yeah. it, it might be kind of hard, but it might be worth it towards the end. So but you think about it too. I thought about it like it's a Lamar Jackson. They gotta pay this dude, you know what I'm saying? So they yeah. they made it happen. So you know, yeah. No, I agree with what you're saying. They they were in a position where they couldn't let him walk for nothing. And the trade yeah. thing, it just that didn't they weren't gonna get fair value out of that either to be able to go forward. So yeah. it makes sense to pay him. And also in a little bit in the long run, you know, that won't be too much, even though it sounds crazy right now, because a year down the line, two years down the line, you know, Herbert, Burrow, there's gonna be a new highest paid player um, you know, pretty soon, especially with the way the cap keeps going up. So yeah, yeah. um Anthony Weston says is Hope people stop demonizing agents. The great ones do more than negotiate a contract. Look at Nicole Lynn for Jalen. And definitely, we don't want to demonize agents at all because, Anthony, we know you're going to be an agent. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be having us tied in on that side of things. So yeah. uh, we want you to do your thing out there. And, no, we definitely think, you know, agents do a lot. But just that fee that he was able to uh, save for himself, that's the cool thing. Yeah. So um also want to welcome Stephanie Washington to the show. Hey, hey. I'm like, yo, does Ant does uh Ant only um you know recognize athletes? I'm gonna be the agent soon, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> no, so I'm the agent real soon. There you go. Maybe you can be you can be on the team too. So that's what's <laughs> up. Um, he's talking about Patrick Mahomes one. Pop says agree 100 percent They have added wide receivers that are choice now, stay healthy and get to work. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. I, I am excited for him to have a big year, though. Hopefully, um, yeah. I would hate to see him slide back, you know what I'm saying? At this point, yeah. I want to be the best. So yeah. Couple other quick uh, NFL points: Jordan Love getting his contract extension, so he's going to be secure for at least the next two years because he was going into the final year of his rookie deal. So um, I, this is another guy I'm really rooting for, low key. Like I want him to do well at Green Bay or at least decent. Yeah, you know, make them take them back to the playoffs. I, I would love to see that. I've, I've never seen him play before, so I'm excited to see him play too. So, right, he's like I think he started one game year before last, right? Not even this past year. So yeah. he hasn't really played a lot of meaningful football, but hopefully that time sitting, he's learned something. He's ready to go. So yeah. better, no excuse. Exactly, no excuses at this point. Or we see how how quickly teams give up on guys. So, um, and speaking of giving up on guys, not totally giving up on, but the Chiefs uh, declined the fifth year option on Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and they also picked up, um, you know, or, or bringing back Jerick McKinnon for another year. I was interesting to see what apt, uh, what Ant thought about this one though. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, when he was first drafted, it was like, oh, this is going to be the perfect, like, little weapon, but hasn't even really panned out like that. Um, yeah. The rookie from last year, actually, I feel like he's been more productive for them. Yeah, he definitely was. Run, so. When he did the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, he, he he's the one that really made made, uh, made things happen, but um, we'll see. I don't know. You guys have any thoughts on, on the Chiefs running back situation? This is only the other few things that have happened. Yeah, but you did, he, did, he did great, though, his first year, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But I remember, I remember on fantasy, everybody was trying to pick him up. Everybody wanted him. You know what I'm saying? I remember that year, his rookie year. Right. Maybe injuries. Did he did he get a ring the first time they got a ring? Did he get one? I'm not. I think he was a rookie. I think he okay. did win. I, did I don't know for sure, but yeah. Anthony says, "Glad Jared McKinnon is back." Edwards Alaire can't stay healthy so far, so I guess oh, okay. that's what it is. So. And yeah, Pacheco. Yeah. That's the thing. Like he's the he's the man. He he came on strong last year. He played so. well too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Unk has some comments about the draft, and that's our next thing that we definitely want to talk about is um, the draft. Of course, um, you know, seeing the guys go to their new homes. There was some interesting moves, but um, Strizzy, your, I want to get your thoughts on, on Bryce Young going number one and then um, any surprises you guys kind of had from the draft. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? My, my, uh, I, I, it's funny, like with Bryce Young, I think like my only hiccup is just his body, right? And not, and, and that's like the only thing. And it's not even um, so much his play, because for me, I feel like the leadership as well, he's won at every level. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's got a great head on his shoulders. And, and I'm praying that he's just as good in, in the pros as he was, you know, in college and in high school. I just worry about his body size. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at guys like Tua, uh, also a lot of those smaller dudes who, who you know, one sack, man, and they're, they're down, they're out for a little while. So I worry about his body. Hopefully, he put on a little bit of weight. You know what I mean? Not just his height. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about his height. He's been small his whole life. You know what I'm saying? But just his body size. Like he's a small dude. Um, so I think they have him like 5'10, 204. Like, ain't no way. Ain't no way that he's 204. That's that's that weight they, they put on you, you know, just to like kind of make you look heavier. No, he ain't no way he's 204. Um, so, but I am excited about it. I'm excited about the uh, the wide receiver we got at, at um, uh, Ole Miss. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if he's anything like DK Metcalf or AJ Brown, we got we got still there. Mm-hmm. I think I think draft wise, I think the Carolina Panthers had a very very solid draft, and I'm excited about the coaching staff. So, don't want to get my hopes too up, but you know, I'm at least, I'm at least excited for for next season. So, I'm I'm glad draft draft went really well. I feel that. I feel that. Um, Unk says Texans very aggressive. I hope they have a productive year. I hope so too for D'Amico Ryan's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, them moving back in and basically getting two out of the best three players in the draft, yep. um, getting Stroud at number two and then dra- trading back up to get Anderson at number three. I think that was pretty legit. Um, you, think, you, think that, you don't think that was too aggressive? You think they could have got Anderson somewhere else though? I don't know. I don't know how far he was going to fall because, you know, I wanted to talk about Carter. He fell all the way to nine. I feel like the way the teams were letting him fall, Anderson wouldn't have stayed around too much longer. Honestly, but but um, did but did Carter really fall or was that all set up like that? Because I don't know. I think he did fall. You think okay? Because yeah. I mean, he was projected as potentially a number one pick at the end of you know every, before a lot of different things happened during the offseason, right? And then he ended up going at number nine. I mean, I think that I think that that was I think he fell. Well, well, sure. well, well. I, I I agree with you about falling, but what I mean is I think. He was happy that he went nine. I think he oh, could have yeah. went way down or maybe the second round because of the situation. So yeah, yeah. He did fall, but I think I think he he got a, a great situation where he went to, you know. And he was he's still top ten, you know. He went to yeah. a great team. He, he gonna he gonna play right away. He with people he's familiar with. They Super Bowl champ, I mean uh, NC champs. So like I I think it's, it worked out perfect for him. I think uh, for sure because going too early, you go into a rebuilding team. Now you win nine, you're going to the NFC Championship team with people you know and you don't play well there. So Ryan. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I want to welcome moms to the show. Mom. Hello, moms. Thanks for thanks for checking in with us. I definitely let you let us know your thoughts on the draft. Um, but yeah, no, I, I um I think that the Eagles did do well. Pop says Eagles won the draft if you include the trade for Swift. They did Cowboys had excellent draft, hate yeah. Eagles. Yeah. yeah. And they did grab uh, DeAndre Swift for a fourth round pick. And then they ended up taking so many, though, three players out of Georgia as well. So it's like, man, I don't like these guys. Not um, to mention the ones they already have on. on the, <laughs> and they still have Hassan. Oh, yeah. They have Hassan you got to go against your guys. That's your guys. You, you kind of watch them puppies. Now you got to hate them now because they, they I know. I usually root for all <laughs> Georgia players by rule, for sure. You know, I'm following them when they get to the pros and rooting for them to do well and represent the school and everything. Now it's like, man, half of them are on the Eagles. Like, what am I supposed to do? Was, <laughs> right. was, was Carter the last dog we got that was decent? Uh, yeah, basically. Basically. Um, which is sad, you know, that it's been that long. It's like, you know, and we got to have a Georgia player eventually. I think that's what was going to get us over the hump of winning Super Bowls. We got to have a Georgia player on the roster, you know? Yeah. I think that I think that's going to make the difference. But and we'll before, before Quincy Carter, was Herschel Walker. Right. Yeah, him, exactly. Right? <laughs> but Herschel helped, you know what I'm saying? We traded him for everything to bring us back, you know what I'm saying? So so that worked out well. But Anthony Weston says Philadelphia Bulldogs. But, yeah, I know. I was like, dang, I don't want to root for him like that. I can't. Um, Unk says Levis plummeted. He made, he did not go first round. Um, he was projected as high as four um, some places, but he ended up going into the second round. Um, but 
Some people say he was a he was a uh, like a like a what's the name like you you use you, he first got used they they never was gonna use him to go top pick they tried to design it was like a design like they oh, like a distraction or whatever like yeah yeah that's what they said like they kind of played him pretty much yeah I just even even though I don't know that much I, I still feel bad for any guy who wait 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 that long and you you see your family looking like it's okay it's okay and right. you try to keep a trace face but the cameras are on you the whole time. It's like, man, I feel bad for the kid, man. You know, so especially when you're like the last one left in the yeah. room, you're like, all right, like now I'm just, I'm just over here. Um, <laughs> the players were iced out, though. I do want to give a shout out to, um, to Earthly. He commented right at the end of last year, last week's show, sorry, and he was saying about how the players are going to be all iced out with their NIL deals, and they definitely were. Uh, most everybody had, um, had, you know, had the diamonds rocking already. But I'm like, it's cool to see them get their money, though. You know, what I'm saying, or at least have a chance to make some money. Because um, they they definitely deserve it, and NCAA has been making money off them for way too long. So way too long. So I like that. Um, Anthony Weston says he thinks the Cardinals sneakily won the draft. They have potential to have two top pick, top two picks. Um, they did pretty good. Um, I, I was trying to remember the the tackle they got was 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 really good value, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. Maybe the Cardinals are, are changing their stripes, but I just don't trust them. You know what I'm saying? To know what they're really, really doing. <laughs> but we'll see. Unk says, how many Georgia players got drafted? I think it was seven, and then a couple more got signed as free agents afterwards. But I'll have to go check. But there was a really cool, like, graphic on Instagram, and it shows a picture from Georgia playing Michigan last year. Not this year's playoff, but last year's playoff. And it has a circle, and every single player on the – um, on the field has been drafted since then. And then there was two reserves from that team that have also been drafted. So early, you know, that were on that team, but just weren't on the field at the time. I'm like, that's crazy that you put anybody in the NFL basically. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Um, that was all I had too much about the draft, but I did want to say a couple other things, uh, real quick, Bijan Robinson going high and actually two running backs being drafted, but your thoughts guys real quick on this. Bijan Robinson is going to rock the number seven in Atlanta. Um, you guys have any issue with that, or is it just like a just a, such a different era? It doesn't matter. No, nah, I don't do it. That's my thing. I know. No, maybe maybe he can do it because he's a running back, but a quarterback, I would say no. But maybe he can do it. You know, maybe. I know, like that's the only like little bit difference. But to me, I, I say leave it alone. Um, but you better or better be a, a playmaker, you Absolutely. know. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely be ready to make plays. But I think, I don't know. I just don't really like it. But I do understand that in the NFL, they don't really retire numbers anymore because there's just only so many numbers. So for sure, uh, they do their little ring of honor thing, but they don't really ever put the number away. So okay, you know, I guess somebody's got to wear it. But I, I kind of didn't like that. So, um, just my thoughts there. Moms, though, she says there were four guys left in the room and three didn't bother to show the next day. The fourth said he wanted the experience and embraced it. Okay, that's what's up. I didn't realize there were so many left over, so that's cool. Um, I guess it wasn't as bad as, like, Aaron Rodgers' year because at the like a couple years back, they used to only invite, like, a few. Now they invite yeah. a little bit more. So, yeah. Um, Anthony West says Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams next year. If Cardinals get one and two, they have three third-round picks next year. Dang, so see, that's why Anthony Weston is our GM, because he's not only considering this year's draft, you know what I'm saying, he's considering projecting in the future. He's got that long-term strategy, and I did want to uh, shout him out. We put him on the slide here, a special shout-out to him as our resident GM um, and for submitting his mock draft. We appreciate your input so much, so definitely wanted to give you a, a quick shout-out on that one, brother. Um, but this is a prime example, you know what I'm saying? He's showing up, he's giving us evidence right here of why he is the Say Like a Champ GM. That's so, him, man. That's yeah. That's what's up. Um, Ugg likes it, though, because he says my Cardinals need a lot of help. So, um, <laughs> hey, Ung, I think we talked about that. Hey, Ung, what's the tie to the Cardinals, though? Like, why do you like the Cardinals so much? I wanted to ask you that. Maybe you could put it in the chat, like, why you like them? Yeah, let us know on that because it's so funny. Even so many people from here are still not even really yeah. Cardinals fans too much. But, <laughs> um, but that's what's up. But um, that's pretty much NFL. Only other thing, Lat- Latavius Murray went to the Bills – uh, you know what I'm saying? That's not that's not too exciting, but um, hopefully he can kind of bounce back. Last year was not so great for him. Um, and I think that's about it. So I think we're going to go ahead and move on, keep this train rolling, and get into our next topic.
right, NBA talk. Oh, I didn't advance the slide. My bad. NBA talk. So um, today it was announced uh, Joel Embiid, most valuable player. Um, so congratulations to Joel Embiid. You know, the, it was really down to him and Jokic, but it was, you know, I think they, I think they wanted some refreshments. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't do it three times in a row. I think that's kind of what it came down to for me. But um, the numbers are – they speak for themselves there. 33 points a game, 10 rebounds, and the scoring champ. That's um, so big, crazy. dude. That's that's a lot of points, though. Average 33, he was falling this year. Yeah, and he plays defense. And he plays defense, too. Um, at least where he's a defensive presence. presence. So um, so I liked it. Uh, Strizzy, what did you think about uh, the MVP? I think it was well-deserved. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like yeah, if you wanted to give it to Joker for a third time, you kind of hope you don't. But it is – Still, it's also warranted, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm glad Joel finally got it because it, you know he, I, I felt he deserved it last year. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, de- well deserved to him. I think he, he definitely earned it, man. He's, he's done everything that he can over these last couple of years to keep this team afloat. You know what I'm saying? Like he really has. So, so hats off to him, man. Yeah, no, I feel it. It's funny though. Unc does mention Embiid is hurt, and the timing couldn't be better, right? For him to win his MVP after he's been, you know, so close and seeking after it. But he did miss game one. Um, but we'll talk about the playoff series in, in just a little bit, too. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of talk about where they're at with that. But um, Anthony Weston says, Joker is just kind of changing my mind about him. Congratulations, MB. But I see why Joker want, would have won. I think so, too. I mean, but I, I think it's just people like a new story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. You know, um, and, and sometimes people also get into, like, most deserving, too. <laughs> most deserving, too. Sorry, I just see Pops is uh, – Let's see here. Okay. Oh, Pops. <laughs> we, gotta, we can't show that. Pops has to stop this. <laughs> have to stop this, Pops. I know you don't like to be wrong, but he's the MVP. Yeah, he's the Pops. MVP. <laughs> you gotta give him some credit, Pops. You gotta give him some Come credit. On, Pops. Some I credit. know you don't. I know you. Your boy, light skin, down the left. But you have to stop this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, some other quick, some other quick NBA news as and before we get into these playoff matchups. Um, our boy Dylan Brooks, he went from from this to this. Uh, they did. Uh, Grizz have already made it clear that they're not going to re-sign uh, Dylan Brooks after his whole villain slash not villain slash you know whatever routine. Um, but if you haven't seen Strizzy's Instagram, go check out his Instagram. He got the villain dance up there and on the Stay Like a Champ Champ uh, Instagram. That was really dope. But what are you guys' thoughts on this? I, I think he'll land somewhere, but I think it is kind of funny. I, I think it's more to the story. I don't think it's because he wasn't doing the interviews with the media. It has to be something else. Maybe it happened on the, on the background uh, that we don't know about. We'll, it'll come out later on. But uh, I think he'll be a Laker next year. I just oh, that'd be, a, that'd be a great plot twist. You know, I, I could see something like that. Um, kind of like a Patrick Beverly type of thing, right? Yeah. What do you think, Strizzy? Yeah, it's funny. I, I was, it's kind of funny. It's like he he kind of annoys me a little bit, but I was like, I can see him on Miami. He kind of he kind of fits the that Miami ruggedness, you know, culture. So I was like, I won't talk too much shit because <laughs> he'll be he'll be on my team later, right? But uh, but yeah, man, I think all of it kind of just. I think he talked a little too much, and then when it was time for him to talk, he didn't want to no more, right? Like, and then the whole like. Uh, and then everything was just, you know, not talking to the media. And then he, I feel like he painted himself as the villain. And then when he finally started to become a villain, his feelings got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, yeah, I think it was just a lot of everything. And then, because I mean, like, dudes, no, no one expects Dylan Brooks to be the savior for Memphis, right? So, like, people are talking about, like, you know, how he played, how he shot horribly. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no one expected him to be Jaw, you know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, he could he could have turned the whole thing around. He could have got the interview, but like, yeah, I supposed to say that. What y'all want me to say? He could have yeah. turned the whole thing around and it made right. it funny. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. hey, we lost the third team. He could have been like, it's LeBron James. What you want me to say when we playing against them? I, I'm gonna say it like I'm that. Supposed to say I'm exactly. Yeah, he could have, exactly. like, but he's not saying anything. He messed his stuff up, man. Exactly. And yeah. he said the best down there. He said Dylan is not the only one to blame, and he's not. He's really not. The, the whole team, you know, what I'm saying, didn't really play well. I think. I think. You know, I hate to go back to it, but I think John Morant's whole thing that the, you know, you know, a couple months ago, a month or two ago, I think that really helped team chemistry and kind of hurt things in the, you know, in the in the, in the kind of like long run. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot really hurt that team this year. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, um, and I feel Anthony Weston too. But Dylan made himself an easy scapegoat. You know? Oh yeah, one hundred. 
And then he also says you can see him be on the Warriors or Lakers, like Marcus said. Yeah. I mean, you never know, but I think there's definitely a place for place for him in the NBA somewhere. But I think he might have learned a little lesson too. So of course. All right. Um, so we're gonna say goodbye to these teams so far. And um, I think the biggest prize for me uh is Milwaukee, but we're moving on to round two of the playoffs. Um, anything you guys want to kind of say as we send these teams fishing or whatever, however they say it, um, uh, for now about, about our first round playoff losses. Yeah. Cavs need to take a real look at Donovan Mitchell and see if it's worth keeping him or moving him for a lot of, for a lot of pieces and picks. Gotcha. I don't know, man. I think, yeah. I think that. I don't know. I think that they maybe could, but the thing is, they just did that for him too. So I, know. I don't know. I, I know. Um, I know, but I, I don't know, man. I, Shaq might be right about the dude. I, I don't agree with Shaq a lot, <laughs> but like he might be right about Donovan Mitchell, man. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, Unk says, "John, not worry about the West, but maybe you should have kept quiet." Anthony West says, "I told you, Trizzy. Remember when you thought it was over when Hero went down? That's true." <laughs> Anthony yeah, West did have faith. I still think I don't know if you guys saw it too, but I don't know if your thoughts on like when they asked um, Giannis like, "Was your year a failure?" and he's like, "No, you know what I mean." He's like, "Why are you asking me that?" You know, that's a stupid question, basically. Um, but I get where they're coming from too. It's like you expected a lot more out of this team, best NBA, yeah. you know, best record in the game. Yeah, number one seed. Like, y- you know, I-, I thought better of them, but um, I'm glad that it was the Heat, though. I'm glad it was your boys, Strizzy. That that's yeah, what's up. Too. Um, I think I think when it comes down to it, I think I, I might have mentioned this last week. It's the reason why I'm so hard on Miami is the fact that we were so injured all year. So like our record doesn't reflect how good we are. We're, we're the same team we were last year. We were the first, we were the number one seed last year. So if they could have lost to anybody, a healthy Miami team would have been the team. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention we match up well with them. But I was worried because Milwaukee was the better team, right. and we just and we just lost Howard Hero, who's our second second uh, leading scorer on the squad. So. It's one of those things where it's like when you look at it, it's like all oh, the eight seed beat the number one seed, but it's also Miami. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of right, like, it's the Lakers. Like a healthy Lakers team is a dangerous team. Like we shouldn't be that surprised that they beat the Grizzlies. You know what I'm saying? Because they were healthy. AD's healthy, playing well. LeBron's playing well. You know they made trades at the deadline to to really move some pieces around. So it's like it's it's like it's surprising, but it's really not that surprising. You know what I'm saying? But I'm happy we're moving on and. I'm glad we got the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And speaking of it, let's give a quick update. It's 77 to 76 at the end of the third quarter. Heat are up. And the, it's, uh, uh, it's actually 82 81. Oh, 82. Oh, the third quarter started already? My bad. Yeah, no, fourth quarter started already. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to refresh my thing quicker. Um, <laughs> yeah, a couple of things over here. Pops has heard Mavericks are interested in Middleton. That'd be, that'd be something. That'd be something very solid. Uh, Anthony Weston, I like this, says the season was a failure, but he's not. Um, Kobe said every year he didn't win a championship was a waste of year. I, yeah, that's the that <laughs> mentality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kobe different. <laughs> um, Ugg says Kyrie asked for a trade earlier today to the Lakers. I didn't, I didn't hear about this. So it was on the front row on game. Was it game seven? Yeah, game seven. He was at the. Yeah, he was hanging out. Um, I did see. Oh, I game, six, game, 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 oh, game six. six. Yeah. It was that yeah. game seven that game seven mentality is what it was. So yeah. Um, but all right, we'll see. Um, we'll see. But um, peace out to them. Also, though, I do want to say a special shout out to the Kings. I, I feel bad. I, I really thought that they were gonna make it through the Warriors, how, how they were playing. Um, but I that was a special year for them. Still maybe not a failure since they hadn't made the playoffs in so long. So um Bro, so Bonds just plays the way he did in the regular season, they move on. Right, right. He, just, he didn't play well at all that series. Looney had 20 rebounds, man. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. He definitely that, that's a great that's a, I didn't think about it like that, but that's a great point. He was the difference. So yep. um let's go to the Western Conference though and let's talk about um uh the series that are going on now. We have one series that's way ahead of the other. We have the Nuggets Suns, and the Nuggets are up 2-0 last night. They um outlasted the Suns in a low scoring game. Um Strizzy, is it over? What, what's what are you thinking? Suns don't have the depth, man. Honestly, like it's you know I think with the the KD trade, I think everyone was super excited about it, and it, and it, and they should have been right. It made, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, the problem with it though is they literally gave up all of their depth, which made the Suns so so special the last two years, right? Their depth, 
that's gone. So we you got you got you got KD right now at you know the age that he's at playing 42 minutes in the game. Devin Booker's playing 44 minutes in the game. CP3 is playing 38. You know what I mean? Like those guys and are, he is hurt too. By exactly. Not to mention you get six points from your bench. Six. You know what I'm saying? Like and and it was like that in the in the first series too. Is the Clippers like the bench is just they're not getting any production, and I feel like they didn't have. I feel like Monty didn't have enough time to kind of play with. Um, you know, to play with uh, the, the, the roster and matchups and rotation and stuff like that, that, you know, he would have liked. And uh, you're seeing it now, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just, and the Nuggets depth is exactly what the Suns depth was, you know, two years ago. So it's not, you're, you're seeing their two best players playing extremely well. Um, there's there's two other starters that are also averaging double digits. And I just feel like the Suns just don't have enough. They have to win both home games to keep it alive. And I just feel like they're going to split it. I feel like Nuggets are going to steal one of them. And if they do, it's a wrap. Uh, I think Anthony sent me a thing today that Chris Paul not playing game three or four. Dang. So yeah. They probably get swept. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, especially no, with KD. KD, he going to win one game by himself. He going to hit at least 50. See, right. but remember we said that before with, when he was with, with the Nets that one year. And he, and he <laughs> I don't know. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, I think between him and Booker, they 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 should have to maybe go off for one at home. I think this game three is really pivotal. But yeah, if they lose game three, that, that's going to be a tough. So you tough to decline. So you, they, they people asked them before if they don't go to the champ, win a championship, not even go, but win. It's a bust a year. So y'all think getting beat, even though they, I think they don't get beat because they uh, the Nuggets are a better team, is it a wasted year, or you think they got to spend a year together to get that chemistry maybe going for them to go better? I just don't think they have enough pieces. I think you have Mikael Bridges. I think you have a defensive guy now. I think you play better, but you gave up so much to get KD. Mm-hmm. You don't have no bench, you know? Right. Yeah. I think I think what they need to do, because, like, I don't see them winning. I was happy for them. I was like, they can go they can go deep, but uh, Anthony's right. They don't have they don't play any defense well. So I think this offseason, they got to retool, right? They got to figure out, like, some more pieces. And they need a new point guard. Well... I just thought about it too. If Aiden's playing defense and Aiden giving you at least 15, 18, you win too. He's he's like he's not good, man. He, I try to I try to I try to give him a little credit and stuff, but he's not good, man. Bro, there's a picture. There's a so game one, there's a look, there's like a little video. And I saw this in real time and it looked yeah, even worse. Watching. It looked, yeah, yeah, he just watching behind the back where there's four Suns players struggling to get this rebound. He's just behind the backboard and just watching with his head up. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it, dude, it's so bad. Like, act like when you're watching it and it's like particularly on that, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I was at this, um, it, it was just really, really bad, man. Like, they, if I'm his position coach, he's grabbing boards and he's dunking every time. Don't let the ball grab the board, dunk. I'm gonna pass you, dunk. Do not bring the ball down, leave the ball up high, dunk, dunk. Because he does that a lot. He'll grab a rebound, come down, and go back up. Yep. Like, dude, you're the biggest person on the court. Grab, stay up and just dunk it. Like when yeah. you, you when you dunking the ball, you get you get people letting people know, like, oh, he's he's strong. But you try to do these little floaters and stuff, you're not a guard. Like, I don't understand his he's too big for that, man. Just, he has horrible hands. He loses the ball a lot too. Like he has like really, really bad hands. So it's crazy, man. That's you know, I think, I think, yeah. I, I think if he play, he's supposed to be part of the big three. I think if he plays well as a different series. Jokic yeah. is killing him. Like, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. He looks lost, too, man. His defensive assignments, he's leaving. He's leaving. Uh, he's just making a lot of bad decisions, and they're getting easy, easy ba- um, easy baskets at the, uh, at the hoop. And uh, I think, you know, you look at the game seven with with um, with um uh, AD, right? Look how, like, how well AD played. Like, you don't, don't look at what he did offensively. But like 16, 14, and like five blocks. But like even the even the blocks he didn't make, he was an absolute force. If Aiden can just be that defensively, you know what I mean? Just grab 12 to 14 rebounds a game. Everything else will take care of itself. Exactly. Yeah. Be, be that presence. They'll be Booker and KD will give you 60 every game by themselves. Like they have been. But he just for whatever reason, he just <laughs> he sucks, mm-hmm. man. He's so bad. Like you too big. To be this yeah. bad all the time, it's frustrating watching him play. I do think it's difficult, though. I mean, that like for the Suns now to kind of change things up, honestly, because like how Marcus, you were saying, like, okay, so say let's say hypothetically they go out this round, 
Um, where do they go from here? And I feel like the teams that are playing better are moving away from the big three type of mentality. You know, yeah. it's more the depths, it's more the spread out teams that are actually playing better. Um, yeah. Even the Lakers sneakily now, they were able to kind of switch from that big three to now, okay, they traded away pieces to get depth, you know? Yeah. And um, and so the Suns, if they try to just run it back with CP3, I mean, now he's he's got to be done pretty soon here, right? I mean, even yeah. if you have one more year, you try to run it back with CP3, Booker, and KD, and then some veteran minimums around them. I don't see how it's going to be any different, um, you know, than what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I think they're kind of in a tough spot. I feel like this was their big time to strike, but it's looking like it's not going to work out. But that's why that's why Devin Booker is he's not that superstar that people try to make him as because he's a great scorer, great offensive player, but he don't do anything else. Yeah, he's not a good passer. He's not a good defender like that. You know. Like Kobe, Kobe was a scorer and a defender. Jordan was a scorer and defender. LeBron, in his prime with the Heat, he could play defense. You're not going to see even Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Even Booker. You're not going to see him blocking on shots or going run down blocks and stuff like that. He yeah. wants the ball. He wants to score the basket. That's it. Exactly. There, there are, I, said, I can't remember when I said this, but I said this a while ago. I'm like, there's a, there are players who are difference makers, right? And there are players who are just – scores right and and book is one of those guys who can score 50 but you still might lose you know what i mean don is like that too he might score 50 50 you might score 72 you still might lose you know what i'm saying like but you have those guys like kobe like you said lebron Dwayne wade uh, you know michael jordan like those players they played so well defensively as well. They did play defense. Yeah, exactly. Like, like those guys, like they make a difference. They don't have to score fifty to 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 blow you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they put up thirty and they end up with three steals, a couple of blocks, that stuff too. Like, they they were difference makers. That's what makes them superstars. And uh, you know, books an all star, but he ain't a superstar. Not my not no not not my opinion. No. Gotcha. All right, well, let's move on to that. So that series, they're having a little bit of a rest, and the next game is on Friday um, here in the, in the Valley. So that, that should be a rocking scene, and that's really why they got to, you know, try to save their season because I think definitely if they go down 3-0, it's going to be rough. Um, but the next series that's starting in just a little bit here tonight, we got Warriors-Lakers, another Steph Curry versus LeBron matchup um, in the playoffs. This time not the finals, though. You know, it's been a long time since, since the finals, um, but um, – I don't have too many thoughts on this series until I see this game tonight. Like I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, you know, I think that it could go either way, but um, Marcus, you always give me something to, to hope to hold on to um, as a Lakers fan. What, what are your thoughts on this series? I want the Lakers to win this series, but I'm picking the words to win this series. If AD don't show up, like if, if AD played up, like he played in the first round. Yeah. If he shows up, he can, he don't have to play every game, but he has to play most of the like, at least put like against the Warriors. You're gonna have one bad game. The rest of them, you, you gotta score at least 25 and up. He does that, you guys win the series. But if he if he if he plays like he two or three games, he only scoring 12, 13 points. It's not gonna work with them, you know. So uh, it's all it's all on AD for this series to me. So if he plays well, you guys win. So we'll see how it goes. But history shows itself. He don't show up all the time. So. Right. I like though Unka said Unka is agreeing um there. He said if AD decides to play Lakers win. Um Strizzy, what do you think about the uh, matchup? Um LeBron plays very confident anytime he plays against the Warriors, right? Like he's he's always played very confident against his team, no matter where he was at, right? So I, I think that I think we agree that AD does have to play very, very well. Um, but honestly, if AD just plays like he did in that game seven, they'll be fine. Game six, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about game six, yeah. Um, they're the Warriors are a small team too. You know what I mean? Like they're very small. So I feel like they're gonna have a really hard time with Anthony Davis if he just decides to play. But I think, you know, look for LeBron. Like I'm looking at LeBron to maybe average 30 this this series because he he does. He plays very well against the Warriors. He always has, you know, and even though he's not playing on Miami or even though he's not playing on the Cavs. You know what I mean? Like, no different. Like, he's just you know, a little older, obviously, but, like, LeBron can still hoop, and I, I think he'll play very, very well against his team. He always does. I love it. I definitely hope he does, too. Um, I, I think AD is the key as well, but, I, you know, I don't know. 
Um, Anthony Weston, though, fellow Laker fan, he says, what I will say is that this is a better matchup for the Lakers than the Kings. Warriors' core is older. Mm-hmm. I do I do think so, but their their core is older, but they have that experience too. So um, I don't know. But also, so Anthony Weston says, Warriors have no matchup for a motivated AD. Yep. So, but he got to be motivated. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, yeah, let's see if he's motivated. I hope he is. I definitely hope he is, and I hope that they can at least split in, you know, in Golden State for these first two games. I think if they have one, you know, in hand coming home, I think that'll be that'll be great. So that's what I I'm got. Lakers winning game one because I think the Warriors gonna be a little tired, so they should get game one. That might be a good difference too if the Lakers don't come out rusty. You know, um, mm-hmm. that'll be great because they did get a couple extra days of rest. So, and I know that they will have a little bit of a plan for them. Curry, though, we got to give it to him in his game seven went off for fifty. That's yeah. it which is um which is which is pretty cool um but also the fact that he needed that you know what i'm saying the fact that they needed that type of hero curry already this yep. early playoffs maybe yep. you know they're not as deep as they were last year so yeah. um pool's not playing well either yeah yeah um Ung says this may be Draymond's last playoffs with the warriors and um if D'Lo and Rui play well it's a good matchup I like, yeah, I like uh, Rui a lot. I think he he was um, hitting some threes, playing some defense last year. So we'll yeah. see. Um, all right, let's hit the East real quick. Um, and we already talked a little bit about the um, the Heat and the Knicks, but let's. Um, do you want to do another update? Let me see if yeah. I commercial break is tied up ninety three ninety three. Dang! So it's gonna be a close one. About six minutes left. Yeah, so, I'm hoping we can pull it out and just t- and just steal mm-hmm. two from the Knicks at in, you know, in New York. That'd be dope. Yeah, I think it, it, if that's the case, y'all are on your way to the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. Yeah, um, even despite the injuries, but also um, Jimmy, you know, he's playing, but he rolled his ankle. He's okay, right? Or no, he's not playing. He's not. Or he's not playing. Okay. Yeah, he's not playing. They sat him. I think they felt that they had. I think they felt we were okay enough to to try to roll without him for a game since we stole game one. Um, so I think he could have gone tonight, but I think Spo was trying to give him some 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 rest. For oh wow! Game. Okay, the way they were playing, because I knew I thought he was doubtful. I knew he was doubtful, but the way they were playing, I was like, oh, maybe he did play. So nah. um, squash is doing big. well. That's pretty big, then. And um, and the Knicks got Randall back, so they're they're playing at full strength right now. We're still hanging in there, so you know, we get Jimmy back. I think we got it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so we'll definitely be watching for that one. Um, the other one here. Um, the, the other two teams left in the East, we got 76ers Celtics and the 76ers. They stole game one. Yeah. Behind a flashback performance from James Harden without mm-hmm. Embiid, the MVP. Um, so I know that pops was hoping they would get swept. It doesn't look like they're going to get swept. <laughs> <laughs> At least not, not anymore. The, um, but um, <laughs> I, I wonder what happens if the Celtics are able to write the ship. What are you guys' thoughts on that, that matchup? I think they write the ship. Uh, I it's kind of, it was kind of fun watching watching Harden play that you know kind of like you know kind of flashback Harden. Even he said he was like I ain't got that hot in a long time or whatever. You know what I mean? But um, but I just feel like he's kind of kind of past that point where he can like sustain it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. but in Celtics, man, like anytime the Celtics lose, if you're a sports betting person, you take the Celtics at plus eleven the next game because. <laughs> Come back they home. they probably go win game two by a lot. Just saying, they they come back real hard. So, but it was cool, man. Harden Harden looked fresh. He looked good that game. He was killing it. But the Celtics, it's a must win for them though. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. If y'all look, if it's like about one point by two points, they in trouble because they don't play good. Like Tatum don't play well when, when he's back against the wall. The they don't show up. So they have to win this game. They lose this game. I'm not saying it's gonna be a sweep, but they in a lot of trouble. They yeah, they're harder than they thought they would because to me, they get past this round, the next round will be a little easy for them. I think. I think <laughs> hard. So <laughs> yeah, they, they don't need to turn around with this uh, this this Sixers team. Yeah. Um. No, I feel you on that. Um. I, I do think that yeah, if the Sixers are able to go up and maybe Embiid will come back back, you know, feeling a little fresh, but. I do think that if they swept the first round and they had that extra time, that did give Harden a little chance to kind of get fresh yeah, for this game. Yeah. Um, but it'll be it'll be a long series. I do think it'll be a battle. Um, Anthony Weston says Boston is very wishy-washy, but he also says Miami should feel good against any of these teams left. And I kind of agree too. I feel like it, it does. Possibility. He can so, come back. What's yeah, that? He can come back. 
They're wow. saying he, they're saying he can come back for the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, that's funny. And Stephanie says, uh, "My dog here is yours." <laughs> my mom just got home, so of course they started going off or whatever. Started going crazy. That's what's up, though. Um, yes, definitely got to take care of the, our our four legged family members too. Um, but yeah, I think I, I don't know. I, I think that the Heat, you know, they've been there, done that. It would be crazy as an eight seed if they make it all the way through the East. That would be super That's crazy. I want honestly, I want to see a Miami Laker uh, rematch. At seven and eight, how dope would that be, dog? That would be tight. That, that would be bubble this time. Oh, that would be dope. I actually do want to see it. Like, it's not even just because like those are our squads. Like, I think that would be a really legit rematch. Eight seed and a seven seed going at it for like probably the first time ever. Like, that would be dope. If that happened, they need to go back to the bubble. Let's get this rematch going. Yeah. <laughs> back at Disneyland. Yeah. Now, Disneyland? <laughs> hey, we need to get the media passes for that one then, so we can get down there too. That would be super legit. That would be tight. <laughs> But, all right, that's what's up. Well, I think that's all we have for NBA talk. Um, we did our playoff matchups. Um, so, yeah, we'll roll ahead. We'll roll into what's next. Um, other sports, we have Judge. He's going to the IL. Um, mm-hmm. And then also somebody coming back from the IL, Tatis, he has made his, his debut, and they, he did so in, in a victory for San Diego. So that's what's up. Um, but baseball, you know, basically a month in. And um and it's cruising along, but we still got a while before we, we get too excited, you know. Uh, we'll check in a little bit heavier around All Star break. You see what's going on. See who's leading the home run races and things like that. But until then, we'll just kind of mention some different things. Um, on the golf side of things, um, Marcus, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Jim Furyk was named uh, U.S. President, or I mean, uh, for the President's Cup, a uh, uh, U.S. Captain. Um, is it past his time? You know what I'm saying, or is this long overdue? Or, or, or how did you feel about this? Well, the captain, he's not going to play, so he's just going to get his team together. He's like a coach, so right. He was a great, he was a great player. You know what I'm saying? He's still on senior tour right now. He, he's doing his thing. I think he's a, he's going to be great for him. It's something new. So I think everybody knew he's going he's to get it. So it's not like a surprise, but I think he's he's good. Like I said, he he can help the guys. You know what I'm saying he's a player's he's a player's coach pretty much. So. I think it'd be good. I like. I always like him as a player too. So it'd be good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, also on the golf side, I wanted to give a shout out to Tony for now, um, winning the Mexico Open. That's his fourth title in the past nine months. So he's definitely been on a little bit of a hot streak. And also, um, I did get the chance to meet him when I was working at Nike, and he was super really? dope. Yeah, like he was mm-hmm. one of the coolest, like most down to earth. And oh. um, I love that he always has his family around him. So I always root for him. I think he's super dope, and I'm, I'm glad to see him succeeding like that. So, did you know who he was when you came in the store? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay, okay. That's dope. Yeah, it was cool, man. But yeah, a lot of times, like, well, that was during TPC. So, like, when certain things were going on, though, you know, they'd have different people come through the store or whatever, yeah. or like during spring training, a lot of different people will come through the store. And if you're a Nike athlete, they get basically like, like comps. So they'll they'll like have somebody email ahead and be like oh they're gonna come through like this is how much they're good for basically and they get to go shop it's it was gangster like that was fun times whenever anybody would come in like that so um so yeah he was a really cool guy um anthony weston mentions the royals are seven and 21 yeah they're really bad it's been hard to watch um them play but hopefully they'll hopefully they'll um get back unk mentions Brittany griner did you guys see her um her little um announcement or anything like that no, I didn't see it. Yeah. She had like a, a press conference and she came out. Um, she's got the, you know, the braids are gone and everything like that. So she's got a new look. She's rocking. And um, she is back to practicing. And I think the Mercury is pretty soon. I think maybe like two weeks away from their season yeah. opener. Soon, yeah. So we'll have to check in with that. But I, I kind of want to go to check out a Mercury game. Um, I wonder if it'll be hype since she's kind of coming back. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else we got here? Anything? I think only a couple more things. Oh, we talked about Man City versus Arsenal last last week. Oh, man, Man City <clears throat> beat Arsenal four to one. So that was big. That was that was big trouble for for my boys. Looks like they might not be a chance to to win the title anymore uh, because Man City kind of controls their own destiny. If they win the rest of their games, then they will win the title. <clears throat> so that really kind of sucked. But also, I want to mention this dude, Erling Holland. Uh, it's his first year at Man City, but he broke the record for for goals in a 38 game season. He's already scored, I think it's um 40 goals. So, pretty crazy on that. Um, 
And then also my Avalanche got beat in the first round by the Seattle Kraken. And that's the Seattle Kraken's first mm-hmm. ever uh, playoff series. Yeah. This is their second year now, their first ever playoff series. So, um, you know, shout out to them. You know, congrats to them, I guess. But I was really <laughs> hoping that the Avs would do a little bit better. They didn't seem destined to defend their Stanley Cup title. I- I'm happy that they got it last year, but it sucks to see them go out in the first round like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mom's mentioned that Brittany Griner was at the Met Ball last night. You'll have to see her outfit. I wasn't, I don't know. I was kind of not feeling it. <laughs> so, but I'm definitely not a fashionista like the Met Gala type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I you know. Good not, dog. We don't do that, man. Yeah. So I, I don't really know all that, but I wasn't really feeling it. Um, Anthony says, you see Van Lee went to LSU girls basketball. Yeah. So they're going to, um, she's going to team up with um, Angel Reese to, to try to go back to back. So. Um, you think they can do it? I don't know. I think maybe so because um, I just feel like sometimes in in women's um, NCAA, it seems like teams go on runs. Sometimes you know they do yeah. kind of they kind of go back to back. So so maybe so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think that's it though. I think we talked about all of our topics today, and we did it kind of in record time. That's what's up. Hey. Um, anything you guys want to, to want to discuss or bring up before we kind of. We kind of close this. Oh. All right. Yeah. Skipper. <laughs> um, or maybe we should do, well, I don't know. I don't have any quiz ready or anything like that. Let's go for the record, dog. We can go for the record. We can go early, man. You know how it goes. I think that's what we'll do. I think that's what we'll do. Um, We'll leave it right there. I'm excited for, Um, we'll let, wait, is the heat game over yet? No. Four okay. minutes left. Four minutes left. Sweet. Okay, so we'd like to enjoy that game two victory, and um, and we'll let me prep up for this Lakers game a little bit, um, and we'll leave it right there. That was episode one ninety two. We'll be back next week, but a lot of good things coming, and we're counting down to episode two hundred. So very exciting mm-hmm. times, and we appreciate y'all rocking with us each and every Tuesday. And um, it's your boy A Dub and your boy Strips. Hey, Taco Tuesday, but today go get some nachos. You know what I'm <laughs> there you go. Let's make it, man. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.